The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. to another episode of How Bizarre. I'm one of your co-hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by my lovely wife. This is Aaron. And we're here with another bizarre tale of a disappearance. I don't know if it's unexplained. Has it been solved? Aaron's bringing the story. We're going to find out. But we haven't had a current (laughs) How Bizarre in a while, like a current weird unexplained disappearance, bizarre disappearance, and one struck too close to home this time around. Aaron, I think I'm going to let you explain what happened because I don't know that I can do it justice. Yeah, this is tough because it's fresh. This just happened today. So I have a blanket that I sleep with. A blankie, a if blankie. you will. Yes. Kiki, we like to call it. Uh, we, you call <laughs> Well, my siblings called it that to make fun of me when I was little. <laughs> you called it Kiki. Oh, they called it they Kiki? They started the Kiki name. and then, I didn't realize yes, they did that. Okay. Yes, and then it just became a thing. So I've slept with this Kiki my entire life. Yes. It's a very small scrap I've come to point. know this thing as a part of the family. <laughs> There's not much left of it. It is a small... A small scrap scrap of fabric, and I wash it every week with the sheets, and I put it inside the pillowcase because I know, you know, there's not much left. And today, I had to wash the sheets, and the sheets came out of the dryer, and like usual, I shake them out, I check the pillowcases, but this time, there was no kiki, (laughs) and I didn't understand, and I went back and I unmade the bed. I did it once, you did it once. I checked the washing machine. Oh, yeah, I knew I had to do it because if I didn't offer to help, oof, Christmas is not going to be nice this year. <laughs> I checked the dryer. I checked the lint trap. It doesn't make sense. It is just gone. It has been pro- approximately eight and a half hours since Kiki has been seen from, and we have no leads and no developments at all. It um, just disappeared. So we always hear about missing socks, right? Like that's kind of a joke. That's a thing, that, yeah. That the dryer or the washing machine will eat a sock. You'll always like put in all your socks, then you come out and there's only one, and you're like, where'd the other one go? Today makes me feel like that's a real thing. Like that's a real like paranormal phenomena, because we have searched, we retraced your steps, we have searched through everything. I mean, we cannot find this thing. There's no reason this wouldn't turn up. So last yeah, time no. you thought you lost it, I realized you had the way something had happened and it had flipped behind the the, the bed yes, there. Yes. Yes. I've checked but behind the bed. we looked everywhere yes, today. And this is literally an unexplained disappearance. So, Creepers, tonight, before you go to bed, have a moment of silence <laughs> until, until Kiki is returned safe and sound to her rightful home. Uh, <laughs> and hold your own blankie is, a little tighter tonight. Yes, if you have a blankie, you know, hold it a little tighter. Tell it up how much you love it because you never know when that's the last time you'll do it. Um, this has really have, uh, it's affected our family. Your yeah. sister yeah, um, wants to hold a memorial. For, yeah, yeah. 
It's a big deal. Big it's deal. A big deal. I say to Kiki every morning, "You're my best friend. I love you." And that's cool. <laughs> if you really say that, I really do. Oh I'm my sorry. god, there's no way. Do you really? Yes, I never. <laughs> I always say it, and then I'm like, "Why did I just say that?" <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. I know this is a tough time right now. There's a lot of high. Um, there's motions running high right now. So, Kiki, if if you're out there, just know we're looking for you. We will never give up hope. Never forget. Never forget. And if you come out and my dog or cat's poop, <laughs> I don't know that I can still love you the same way. I can't see them eating it, but no, we'll no. see. All right, guys, but this is How Bizarre. How Bizarre, we like to bring cases of disappearances, uh, explained, unexplained, whatever. We have cases Usually that we Usually human cases, not typically, inanimate yeah. objects. Yeah. So this week, Aaron's got one. I had one the last time we did How Bizarre. This time, you've got one for us. Yes. Yes, uh, I do. So, you know... Usually we think of Christmas as happy holidays, right? Yeah. Getting together with family. Or if you're like most families, probably it's stressful. Yep. Um, this year, I don't know what it's going to be like, but whatever. Usually Christmas is stressful and um, uncomfortable or happy, but we don't usually think about crime so much. Yeah. Or Unless you're listening to History Creeps. Uh, right. Because we cover, I feel, uh, true, uh, true. I think our first Christmas episode, we covered crazy crimes that happened on yes, Christmas. Yes, yes. So. So, but typically. But typically. The, there's no Christmas, Hallmark movies no. like Stupid Anthony <laughs> likes to watch. Unless you're watching Bad Santa, but it's not Hallmark. Ooh, I love Bad um, Santa. So yeah, let's go. <laughs> so you've got a, you've got a, 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 a Christmas disappearance. Okay, well yes, but to get there, we're going to go back a little bit first. Okay. So we're not going to start right on Christmas. Okay. This is a strange case that spans over four decades. Whoa, okay. Yes. Strap in, three-hour episode. <laughs> I wish. I talk too fast. It'll be done in ten minutes. But. <laughs> <laughs> this all began on Labor Day weekend in 1977. 1977. So I was negative the, six months old. We're hitting the end of disco, right? There's a few more years, and boy, there's a new decade coming. The 70s were so bleak. You know, gas prices were going through the roof. People were losing their jobs. A lot yeah. of people, New York City was like, you couldn't even go there. It was like the Wild Crime, West. Crime, yeah, right? all that stuff. So 1977, this is getting in ourselves in a headspace Dearborn, here. Michigan. Okay, so, Dearborn, Michigan. I don't know much about Dearborn, Michigan, but it's probably like a typical. So the only thing place. I know about Dearborn, Michigan was, you know, I used to work in the pharmacy, and I used to work with uh, Arabic, Arabic people. Oh, they have a um, big Arabic population Yes, Dearborn, there, right? Michigan has a huge right. Arabic population. That's what, all I know. But every time I think of Dearborn, Michigan, and maybe it's because it's in the name, I always think of deer hunting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just I a lot of woods and a bunch of people hunting deer, and so they called it Dearborn. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't well, to say me, hillbillies, hillbillies but... equal deer hunting. That's oh. just my stereotypical <laughs> thought, so... All right, so okay. Dearborn, so, Michigan, 1977. There's a man um, named Jared uh, Betterton. Better, Betterson, I'm sorry. Okay, Can't Betterson. Remember. Betterson. His girlfriend, Susan Klingle, and their two-year-old daughter, Nicole. Now, is Susan Klingle related to Chris Klingle? It's, um, no, it's Klingle, not oh, Kringle, okay, so. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and it's spelled E-L, not L-E, so oh, oh, see. there you go. They were in a car accident. Jared lost control of the car. And it rolled several times, and Susan was ejected and killed. <gasps> the daughter, the two-year-old girl, and Jarrett were fine. They just had, like, wow. minor injuries and okay. stuff. And apparently, you know, police raided the vehicle or looked at the vehicle and found marijuana in it. And in 1977, that was a bigger deal. Reefer Madness and all. 
But let me tell you something. Okay, we don't I have can't, to get into I that. I can't see the marijuana being the reason. They didn't say why they lost control. They didn't say what happened. No. Like somebody veered in their lane. They no. saw a deer in no. Dearborn. No. No? Okay. They don't say why, but they say that they saw the the marijuana and they wanted to charge Jarrett with vehicular homicide, but no charges were ever filed. So I don't know what the reasons were. Okay. Like why. To, to, um, for context, Jarrett is a black man and Susan is a white woman oh, in 1977. So I'm not sure if that maybe also played a role so of why they wanted weed, to charge. There's a black guy involved. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so that, but nothing ever happened with that. So it's probably not even worth mentioning. But okay. So shortly thereafter, Jarrett met Barbara Sadler. And the two wanted to move out west. So he's redating again. How long was this? This isn't long at all. Just a couple months? Yeah. Maybe or so or something. Was she really ejected for real or was this... As far as I know. I didn't see anything to the contrary. Okay. Okay. According to family, they were never clear where they wanted to move out west. Some people said it was Nevada and some people said it was um, California. Okay. Nobody really knows where. Same somewhat area. Somewhat area, but it's still weird that... Not and I guess Susan's parents had been taking care of the little girl, Nicole, since Susan's death. Okay. But now they're moving. So this new woman, Barbara, says, I promise to love your daughter or to love your granddaughter and give her a great life. Interesting. So she says. And they're crying. The grandparents are crying. But, you know. They're they, taking the little girl. They, How long did the grandparents have the little girl? So this, when they're moving is, this is the Christmas tie, in December of 77, right around Christmas. So okay. they had the little girl since Labor Day weekend. So what, three months? Okay. Roughly but about. still, it's it's a tie to their daughter, right? Exactly. Like that's their that's that's the reason it's so much more emotional. It wasn't like I mean, maybe three months is enough time to build a bond where you get that. But emotional. they already knew her. But two it's years yeah, it's the tie. Too. It's yeah. the tie to their daughter. It's like if they lose her, the 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 grandchild, they're just losing the daughter all over again. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So yeah, Barbara promised them she'd be a good mother to Nicole, and they left Michigan to head out west. But nobody doesn't know where either. They, so weird. they they didn't. We weren't specific to the the parents. Like, yeah. No. Oh, we're, we're going out west at yeah. somewhere. Yeah. We'll you know when we get there? I don't even know if they said that. I have no idea. Interesting. So the Klingles never heard or saw Nicole again. The little girl. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. They they hadn't they hadn't gotten along with Jarrett anyways, and you know some say it's because he was a black man. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's how Jarrett felt or whatever. And then there was a there was some talk that it's because he lured Susan into drug use. But the Klingles still thought they would have, you know, that they would have hear something. When they them. say lured into drug use, they just be making means. her like that. She smoked weed. I don't know if it's weed. I don't know if it's heroin. I think okay. I saw something about heroin. I'm not oh, sure. All right, that's a little more. So, so they never heard anything again. They thought they'd hear something, so they waited. And after 20 years, so now we're in 1997. They figured. Oh wait, hold on. How old was this girl in 77? The little she was girl. two. So now, so now she's like 22. So they figure she could make up her own mind. So that's why okay. they now hire a private investigator to go find her because they want to see if she wants to have a relationship. Yeah, they waited 20 years. They're like, you know what? Let's hit hit up that private investigator. Now's the time to check her out. Yeah, because... Not 18? Well, no. 19? I mean, maybe they wanted to a couple of years before. Okay. Maybe it just took that long. But, I mean, it's also before internet. Look at me judging these old yes, people. Yes, you're judging these okay. old people. <laughs> the PI was quickly able to locate Jarrett and... Barbara. They were living in like a dumpy place in Las Vegas, far, far away from the strip and the nice lights and everything. They're just out in the desert in a trailer. Yeah, I thought it was a trailer too, but I think I saw something in an apartment. But okay. my thought was a dusty trailer. Yeah, I could see it out like in the desert, you know what I mean? Like you see in the movies where it's out yes. there by itself yes. with the drive up. Okay. The two were had now married and they were in failing health. Jarrett was in a motorized wheelchair because of a back injury because of another car accident. So I don't think he's a very good driver. Wow. What the hell? <laughs> but the PI could not find any evidence of Nicole. 
None. No pictures in the wall? There was no trace of her ever living in Las Vegas. The only thing the PI could find was the couple had cashed her Social Security survivor checks up until her 18th birthday. That's it. So the PI turned over the information that she had discovered to a Las Vegas detective, Detective Roskin. And he was not enthused at first. He's like a missing person case in Vegas where there's He's like, yeah, like, we yeah. got deserts yes. out here. People go missing all the time. Let me tell you, folks. I mean, I'll give it my all, but I can't promise you anything. <laughs> but after he looked into it a little more, he became a bit intrigued. Well, let me see here. He, Something doesn't look right to me. He came up with nothing, just like the P.I. Okay. So, like, going in, it, nobody went to the people and were just like, hey, where's your daughter? Well, we'll get there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, like, as a P.I., that should be your first thing. Like, hey, well, I, by the way, where's your daughter? Let me talk to her. I'm assuming that she didn't, she felt like that was out of her, her jurisdiction. And that's why she gave it to the detective. Oh, so she didn't contact the, what's his name? Uh, Jared. I mean, she Jared. saw that there was a failing house. Just saw them. Maybe she was watching maybe. them from like, yeah. she was all that, that undercover stuff. Maybe, maybe she talked to him, but I didn't see anything about it. watching him motorize his cart from the pharmacy down the street to his car. <laughs> right? But the detective, okay. he came up with a plan. He was going to try to shake some information loose from them, right? Yeah. So he visited Jarrett and Barbara's, you know, crappy home. And he bluffed. <laughs> this is early November 1997. Okay. He pretended to know what happened to Nicole. You know how cops like to do oh, this, yeah. play this game. Yeah. Oh, we've seen so many shows, dude. Yes. Where they get somebody in that room and they're like, listen, we already know. All right. Just save yourself the yeah. issue and we'll make it much easier on you. Which is pretty Just much go what ahead it is. And let us know how it happened. He promised Jarrett a deal of leniency if he came clean. Jarrett, clearly shaken. Agreed to get back in touch with the detective in a few days. Nope. He said he would arrange a meeting between Nicole and the detective, by the way. So, so four days later, Jarrett called and he said, yep, he was in. He was, that's when he said he was going to arrange this meeting. He was in. He, he said he had no other option but to cooperate. But he said he needed time, though. I'm not sure, you know, why he needed time, but he did. Well, because something's going on here. So, ten days later, Jarrett called the detective again. And he said that he needed more time. Then Rosigan never heard from him again. Obviously. He was getting his shit ready to peace out. And here's another Christmas tie. Buying buying time. It was around Christmas 1997. 20 was, years later, from Christmas no, to Christmas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Rosigan comes in after the holidays, I think, all gruff or whatever, and he gets a message on his desk. What the detective. hell's this? What the, somebody leave a message on my <laughs> desk. And it's, I don't know why he's got that... Southern draw. And it says that um, a, the cops had been called to an apartment and found a couple dead. <gasps> Whoa. What happened? Barbara 50 was in the main bedroom, the master bedroom, although in this way I can't imagine being a master bedroom, on yeah, a yeah. water bed. She had two gunshot wounds. <laughs> Doesn't that fit? Yeah. She had two gunshot wounds from a twenty two caliber in her head. Oh, shit. She was laid out. They say from which direction? Front, back, It side? doesn't matter. Okay. It does. Was You'll she see. aware it was coming? You'll see. She, okay. she was on there with a, a cross and a Bible, and someone had placed a flower on her. The bed had been straightened up, and a rose laid on her on her whatever chest or something. Yeah, she, she's basically put out as a burial. Looking in like the she's other room, Jarrett, age forty nine, was found with a blanket covering him and a single gunshot wound to the head. Blanket. They had been dead for huh? How did they both have blankets on them? 
He must have had it like to his waist and then oh, shot himself okay. is all I can imagine. Made, made, for me, I thought it was like over him. Yeah, so his yeah. arms would, okay, I okay, really I got you. That, but they had been dead for approximately three weeks. <gasps> when he said, go, I'll get back to you. And then that, that was, was it. it. No suicide note had been found, but there was something on the fridge to the apartment manager just saying, forgive us for leaving this mess. And that's all. What the, first of all, okay. You're the apartment manager. You you rent to these people. You already know there's something about them. Like sometimes they're late here and there with rent, and and you know they're not the the, the most. I mean, obviously, if you've got this kind of apartment, right? What the fuck kind of shit is that to come into a note that says "Sorry about the mess"? <laughs> well, at least they left us. Our bad. You can keep the deposit. <laughs> what the fuck? A Georgia resident. This is happening around the, at the same time. Okay. Okay. Joni Betterson. Uh oh. I received a handwritten letter in November of 1997. It was from Barbara, her daughter-in-law, who she hadn't heard from in 20 years. Okay. Oh, so that's the new girl, the one who was killed, right? In no. the, wait. Who Barbara is the... Oh, Betterson. This is Jared's mom. Oh, Jared's mom. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So she hadn't heard from him in 20 years since they left. They yeah. didn't keep touch with anyone. And this is what the letter said. By the time you read this, we should be dead. Jared is about to go to jail, and I don't want to live without him. I'm sorry about living the apart. The mother? Huh? The mother was saying this? The the wife. Oh, the wife. Yes. Okay, that's what I meant. You said okay. mother, but it was the wife. The mother's the one who got this handwritten letter written from the daughter-in-law, oh, the wife. Okay, so the new wife wrote this new, letter. but yeah, 20 years. To, okay. Yes, yes. I meant uh, in comparison yes. to the story. Yes, yeah, yes, okay. sorry. By the time you read this, we should be dead. Jared is about to go to jail, and I don't want to live without him. I'm sorry about living apart from our family. I'm sorry about so many things. We've had a sad and difficult life. We had hoped our troubles would never touch our family, so we kept to ourselves. We tried to follow God. Now it is time for him to judge us. Go to your Bibles to see peace, and please forgive us for for all the wounds we have put in your heart with our tragic and youthful blunders. The letter also had a $900 money order for cremations and asked to be put in the same urn. They couldn't just say what happened with the little girl, though? Nope. What the fuck? Okay. So Joni, the mother there, the, the Jarrett's mother, Joni, died a couple of years later in 1999 at the age of 76. Susan, the original woman who died in the car accident, yeah. her father died in 2016 at the age of 86. But what I saw originally was that her mom was still alive, but then I saw something else saying her mom had since passed, so I'm not sure. So there's that. So there's some theories. So the little girl hasn't been found yet? No. Okay. So I already have a thought in my mind. I know exactly what happened. Okay. They sold her. Oh, that's one of the theories. Yeah. They sold her to a family that was looking to have a bit because this little girl was two years old. Mm-hmm. She's not going to remember who her parents were right. when she grows up. So they made money because there was a, a you know one of these people that they they wanted to adopt, but they could. It was like a black market adoption thing. That's they theory, sold her to that's make theory that money. Number two. Yeah. Theory one, which is what most of the police believe, is that she was killed. She misbehaved on the way and oh, was killed and was God. buried somewhere or whatever. And then the other theory is that. She was sold into sex slavery for drugs or sold At two years old, though, I can't I see that. Know. I don't know. I see it as, as them selling the child in, in a type, a, a black like black market adoption type thing. Um, killing her? Ooh, that's, that. I mean, maybe that would be an, uh, a, a thought, but was there already kind of, was there history of him abusing the child or hitting the child or doing anything like that, losing his temper when the child didn't disagree, you know, yeah. uh, or the child wasn't, wasn't behaving? Um Damn, they dude, think that's that they, horrible. Yeah, it made her body. The, the police think her body even could have been discovered and just not identified. So I was trying to do like a little bit of the mystery and like two year old's body discovered. And yeah, like, and nothing. 
So what do you think? Do you think <clears throat> killed or do you think uh, sold to another family? That she's literally living, not realizing who any of these well, people are. Well, since the, in 2017, they've uploaded DNA now. Oh. So if that's the case, she will, if it she can. ever uses 23andMe or anything like that, it will alert people. Because they uploaded her um, grandmother's DNA. Yeah. It's Susan. crazy how this stuff is working nowadays yeah. with this DNA stuff, man. So much stuff starts to get solved. It will be interesting to see, but I really think she was. I think she was. I don't it's think cr- she was killed. I think but they, they wanted because this... they needed money. Like yeah, these people so. want money. Like they felt like they were the kind of people who it was about money. Let's go out and try to make a life. But they still were into their drug. Again, if it wasn't just weed, they were into the drugs. You know, they didn't say what they did for a living while they were living in Las Vegas, did I'm they? I'm guessing they didn't do much. You know, well, uh, what's his name? Probably just getting money from the government, mm-hmm. uh, having been hurt, but. Um, but it's weird if they if they adopted her, then someone would have had to get her new social security number because they're still cashing benefits in her social security number. Black market, dude. So yeah, someone had to get her a new identity then. Yeah, but social how much are you gonna pay until you know, like like say say black market, a couple wanted to have a child, they're not gonna worry about all that other right. nonsense, you know. Right. Um, they would use a social security number, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Strange. It is strange, dude. Has ever anybody ever looked into that social security number past a certain time? Like after eighteen, was it used? I'm guessing. I'm sure the PI was and stuff, but wow. that was in 1997. I don't know if anyone's looked into it since then. Creepers, if we have any uh, amateur investigators, man, this could be a good one to look into. Nicole with a K, better so. Wow. Um, yeah, I think she was. I hope she was sent, you know, sold into some other family and not and not killed. It's crazy to think it's horrible to think a little two year old dude. And it's crazy to think she could have been killed and no one discovered her body this long. Well, out in the desert, bro. Do you know how many bodies are out there that people don't even know about? I know. Seriously. So. That's a good one. That's a that's um two Christmas ties. I didn't even I forgot until I was reading. Twenty years apart, right? (laughs) The Christmas time comes in. I'm gonna keep. We should keep an eye on this. We're gonna start making a list of all the ones we keep an eye on to just kind of check in on. Was there any new developments? I mean, if they were gonna kill themselves anyways, why didn't they say what happened? I guess because he thought the cop already knew. But that's the thing too. So they're coming to arrest him. Maybe they weren't coming to arrest them. But that's what they were afeared of. Yeah, yeah. Afeared of. That's what they were afraid of. Like that's what her letter said that he was gonna be arrested. So they assumed. That's why I th- so that's why it seems like murder because baby. what else would you be afraid of if you wow, sold the baby twenty years so ago? Fucked up, dude. I guess you'd still go to jail, but not that long. Yeah, it and must his, have been killing. in his wheelchair, they wouldn't have even probably given him jail time. Yeah, for dude, that. they must have killed her. That sucks. Oof. Well, wow, man, that sucks. Who well, knows? It could be something really crazy. Like maybe someone was after him and they had to change her identity who knows that's why he said he could arrange a meeting between i don't think I, so i but. don't know dude it's it's crazy wow <laughs> uh, but yeah that's the thing about how bizarre it's not like that's odd or history creeps where a lot of times we'll have answers or have a, a finale a story that yeah, kind of ends no, this no one always yet. ends and sometimes the ones we have are always going to be unsolved so um wow 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 that's kind of sad to think about yeah uh, merry, merry christmas, christmas. <laughs> all right Krampus maybe Krampus took her oh well hey that's what they did dude Krampus took the the little children that were being naughty around Christmas in 1977 she was probably naughty because she just lost her mom oof that's that's rough that's rough Uh, Creepers what do you think let us know if you have thoughts on this comment on uh, sorry comment on the episode below on our Facebook post if you're not following Facebook make sure you you follow us on Facebook History Creeps um, 
We also have a Patreon. We launched a Patreon. Uh, right now, there's only one, uh, you know, one one thing on there at the moment. But we're going to be adding more as we go. You can find exclusive shows on it. So look up Patreon uh, slash History Creeps. Make sure you go to bicbp-radio.com. Check out all the other podcasts on the network. Give some some of them a follow. Rate, subscribe. You know, support uh, these content creators working hard to put stuff out there for people to enjoy. Other than that, we appreciate you listening to us. We hope you guys have a safe holiday weekend. Stay off of Krampus's bad list. you have anything else you want to say before we get out of here? And um, keep your eyes out for a small piece of blanket. Yeah, there's a blankie out there, guys. <laughs> if you And it answers to Kiki. If you see a, a, a blankie cowering in the cold rain, and it answers Very to Kiki. Tiny. Very tiny. Um, she's not shy. She'll let you go and pick her up. So go ahead and try to save her. Let us know that you found her. Uh, other than that, guys, thanks so much. Make sure you remember that the next time the world throws something at you that says, that's pretty bizarre, you say. How bizarre? 